0: another episode of The Inner Portal with me, Ella. In this podcast, we take a deeper look at reality as we know it and challenge our beliefs around what is actually possible in this universe. Through interviews and personal stories, we explore the connecting dots between science and spirituality and metaphysics and psychology, aliens, and so much more. If you want even more content related to the topics that we've discussed in the podcast, you can follow me on Instagram at ls.holistichealth. And don't forget to follow the podcast as well so that you stay updated on new episodes. All right, let's dive into today's episode. How lovely to have you here for another episode of The Inner Portal. As you might hear on my energy today, I'm feeling pretty great. It's the first day in, I think, two weeks that I'm actually feeling good. Last week was insane. The full moon had me just laying in the couch watching Netflix for an entire week. I couldn't do anything else and I felt so low, I I completely lost myself and I don't think I've ever felt that bad or not ever, <laughs> well in the last six months I haven't felt that bad um, like I did last week and I've heard that many other around me have felt the same and I don't usually think that much about the full moon and that it actually affects me but I mean last week was so crazy that it's hard to to think anything else. Um, yeah so if you also struggled struggled last week then know that you were not alone and it probably had to do with the crazy energies of the Scorpio full moon last week. So let's talk about today's episode. Because I have invited my Reiki master, Magdalena Kuczynska, I hope I get that pronunciation right, to talk about past life regressions with me. I did a session with her a couple of weeks ago, and I must say that I was shocked by the things that I was able to discover about a past life of mine. And I'm going to talk more about that in this episode. It's very fascinating. And Magdalena's journey is really inspiring. And I think that if you, just like me, are standing at a crossroads in your life right now and thinking about what to do next, maybe you want to quit your job or you're about to make a life-changing decision, you want to follow your inner voice and your dreams, then you will want to listen to this episode because Magdalena has a really inspiring journey herself. So Magdalena is a certified yoga and meditation teacher, a holistic life coach, Reiki master and a hypnotherapist. She works full-time as a spiritual counselor in Malmö in Sweden, and she also works online. She specializes in personal and spiritual development and focuses on emotional awareness and healing. With her warm and detailed and straightforward approach of coaching, she brings to light what lays behind specific obstacles and strong emotions that prevent people from living their best life. By focusing on the relationship with oneself, she provides tools and methods to reconcile heart and mind and connect with our deepest truth. Magdalena offers one-on-one sessions as well as coaching in groups, Reiki courses, healing circles, meetups, and retreats in Malmö and online. And in this episode, we talk about, well, Magdalena's journey, she actually quit her job she was working with something totally different before quit her job had two two children and didn't know what the future held for her but she took a leap of faith because her inner voice was so strong telling her that you need to follow follow your dreams and um, follow this inner guidance and so she did without a backup plan and yeah Super, super inspiring. We also talk about Reiki, what Reiki is and how it works. And I mean, as Magdalena says in the episode, it's really difficult to actually explain what Reiki is. But the conclusion we come to and what we also discuss is that everything is energy and everything is connected through energy. And that is also how you can work with Reiki and hypnosis parallel to each other. It's actually a very holistic approach to healing that Magdalena works with. And she will tell you more about that, how she works and how everything is connected. And she shares about hypnosis and past life regression and I also share about my experience from the past life regression that I did with Magdalena, where I was a nurse in the 1800s, Russia. Very fascinating. And aside from this, we also talk about all things spirituality, learning to trust the universe, trust yourself, trust your inner guidance and Really just um, listening to yourself first and foremost. So this is a really, really great episode. And without further ado, let me introduce you to Magdalena Kuczynska. Hey Magdalena, and thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I'm uh, looking forward to a great conversation. Yes, me too. Yeah, we were just saying that it's uh, strange to shift to English uh, since we speak Swedish, both of us. <laughs> so <laughs> we're having this conversation in English, which feels um, a little bit unnatural, but I think uh, we will manage. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to just forget about what language we speak exactly. in a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, you get into the flow. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. And... We were just talking a little bit about how we met as well. When I was thinking about it, I thought that we met through the Reiki session the first time, but it was actually last year, the first time in, in right. the meeting at the center.
1: Um, right. Mm. That's right. We were, when we were starting the Ayurvedic Center.
0: Exactly. Yes. Now I remember we were both at the, that meeting. Yes. Yeah, so we were having a it was like a startup team meeting for a new Ayurvedic center um that opened in Malma in January, which is also the center where both you and I <laughs> um ended up working. Um, and also the center where I eventually took my Reiki or did my Reiki course with you as my Reiki master. Right. Through, uh, yeah some um, interesting coincidences as well that's
1: true yeah I thought the course was the first time we met but it was actually through the team meeting yeah Um, yeah that's fun okay yeah that's super fun what a coincidence to meet up in a team meeting and then we have
0: the same interest in Reiki healing yeah Mm -hmm. so I know you do I know you do Reiki and I know you do a bunch of other interesting things which we are going to talk about today Um, but I would love to hear a bit about your background because I know you did something else completely different before so what led you into what you do today and yeah where you are today yeah that's uh that's a very interesting question and I think many people
1: um everyone have different journeys and I'm thinking about you too because you started as a yoga teacher before you did the Reiki I f- I think right?
0: Uh, meditation or teacher you did- actually.
1: Meditation teacher yeah that's yeah. a little bit similar to me too because I've um for the longest time like my first connection to meditation was actually through my uncle um I'm born in Poland but raised in Sweden and my uncle was in Poland and He's, um, so he's a spiritual person. So every time we met, he kind of introduced me to something new, fun and exciting. And I remember my first lesson in meditation, which I didn't know then, <laughs> but he gave me a book about yoga. And this was when I was 10 years. So this was, you know, early 90s. Uh, and he showed me a photo in that book and just like, just look at this photo and just observe. Don't think, don't analyze the photo, nothing. And um, that moment and that question kind of stuck with me even as a young child. That <clears throat> was super interesting how he um, how he did that because then I used that <clears throat> I used that book to kind of look at the yoga poses and kind of practice it uh, a little bit through my teen teens teen years. Um, but I didn't know anything about yoga really Uh, and then growing up I got more and more interested and heard more and more through different um, I don't know channels newspapers or or and so on and I remember doing a course just for myself about yoga like what is yoga through I think it was at a gym and there were just two girls there were yoga teachers and they had a course and from that moment, I got super interested in that part of life, <laughs> that there was something else in our Western society. Um, but growing up, I was also taught to be very self-sufficient and have an education and a, and a job that can pay the bills and so on and so on. So uh, I pursued uh, uh, education within uh, finance, economics, uh, through Lunds University. Uh, but I've never worked with finance or economics or anything like that (laughs) already then I knew like okay I have my education but I don't know what I'm going to work with so I started to work with marketing and project management and uh, and that worked for me I'm (laughs) somehow I'm really good at it and I got like one job after the other and it was fun and fun colleagues and everything but there was always a part of me that wanted something else That wanted to explore other parts of me and of life and I feel like um, I think it was after I had my first child she's eight now uh, I did um, yoga teachers training because I got very much into yoga and did yoga five, six times a day and thought it was did amazing things on my body. But it wasn't just physical, I noticed it did something else too. And I got more and more interested in that, like what's happening and all the emotions that can come forward when you're on the yoga mat is so similar to what's happened to you in life. And that made me so curious about other parts of me because I started with yoga as a physical movement uh, workout basically but it gave me something else and then I got interested in doing a coaching um, uh, course so I became a life coach or a coach and started to think about that and at that time, I still had a um, nine to five job as a project manager. But this other part of me was still calling me, and like, i it was just getting louder and louder and louder. And I just felt like I can't ignore this part anymore. <laughs> I think many people, when I tell about this uh, story at the Reiki courses or other courses and meetups, many people just nod their heads <laughs> and they feel they know what I'm. Um, what I mean with the voice that just kind of pokes you, <laughs> pokes you inside, yeah. <laughs> and just like, hey, hey, <laughs> remember me? <laughs> you know, I won't get more quiet. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> going on maternally with my second child, uh, I felt like, okay, this is my opportunity now <laughs> to reflect and see: Do I want to go back to my old job or? am I willing to trust this voice and take the risk of not knowing anything (laughs) on how this can end up Uh, having two kids um, and see what what it can lead to and the voice just got stronger and stronger and stronger so after like my first week going back to work after my second child maternity leave I felt like I think it was like week one or week two, I was sitting in front of the computer and I couldn't write an email. Like my whole physical body, like my hands, everything was just screaming, like, don't go, like leave, you can't be here anymore. And it wasn't like a bad workplace, like nothing bad had happened. Colleagues were nice, you know, everything was, was great, but like there was something inside of me that was screaming and I I made the choice to listen to it, and I made the choice to resign, and it was a little bit of a shock to my colleagues, my boss, and they couldn't really understand why I was just dropping this awesome job to just start becoming a yoga teacher and a coach. <laughs> Maybe you should just do 50-50 or something, but this voice was just so strong. It was almost like he was talking for me and saying, "Like no, all or nothing, all or nothing. You have to just leave." And I am, I am a little bit like that as a person. I'm very all or nothing kind of person. That when I do focus on something, I have to focus fully, hundred percent. It's hard for me to do a little bit of that and a little bit of that, which is, which is awesome but also a struggle sometimes Uh, so i actually resigned and not knowing what kind of income i would have the next year or nothing i resigned and with that said also that was i think in may and that summer i also got um, decided to uh, uh, me and my uh, my husband at that time um, uh, went into a divorce so that year was very transformational for me because I was literally standing there with two kids no income <laughs> nowhere to live and the only thing I had was that voice telling me it's going to be okay um, wow. which which is very powerful but real life the material world is you know apartment rent bills and all of that so um, basically I moved into my parents with two kids and just like okay (laughs) I'm doing it (laughs) I'm doing the shift now I have to trust I have to believe it's going to be good (laughs) yeah and that's also when Reiki came into my life I did my first Reiki one and two that year And shortly after, I also wanted to do uh, the next step, Reiki, uh, um, advanced Reiki technique, and number three, Um, and that's basically how it went down. And then I did the master, and then I did also the hypnosis uh, course. So uh, Reiki was for me very, very soothing. Very, I got so much guidance and love and support from the spiritual world um, that basically helped me through through whatever came my way that year. Yeah. So after that experience, my own personal experience, I felt like this was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, (laughs) but also the best thing I've done in my life. And I felt just a calling and a need to Be that helping hand for others that want to do the same transition because it's not easy with society and other people's opinions and values, and to stand in your own power and believe in yourself and your dream and your own voice and your own truth is um, is not the easiest thing. So, to have a community or somebody to turn to or uh, talk to is. is something I wanted to give back.
0: Wow. That's very inspiring. I just something that struck me, what what's your um um astro- what sign are you in astrology?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm a Taurus. <laughs> You're a Taurus, okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I once heard that the Taurus just goes, you know, it goes so fast. Yeah, and even like through the walls until it hits a wall that it can't go through, (laughs) doesn't stop, and I feel like that's very much like (laughs) me. Yeah, yeah, just plows through. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
0: exactly, exactly. (laughs) That's amazing. Very inspiring, and um, especially also in my life right now, I'm in the exact same situation where. I just feel this super strong calling to drop everything and just follow that inner voice, but it's scary as hell to do it. It takes a lot of courage and also a lot of trust. And like you say, just leaning into, to that trust and um, the support, which is always there if we just um, listen for it.
1: Exactly. Um And Many times, or my experience with spiritual guidance is also it comes like one step at a time. You don't get that three, five-year-old plan (laughs) written from the spirits to you. It's always just like, okay, a little subtle voice is like, walk this way or go this way and do this. And then you don't know what's coming next. It's basically just trusting the process. Um, which we're not taught to do really in our society. We're taught to have three, five, 10 years plans and do this education because then you can have this job and then you're going to have this salary. So it's going to be, you know, a wonderful life. And we don't learn to trust our own power and our own intuition. I don't feel like I wasn't really. Uh, i was taught to trust the outside world my education my job my whatever it could be mm-hmm. so i feel like that's the biggest challenge that i experienced to really trust that i'm fully capable to handle whatever situation i'll be be in or create
0: or mm-hmm. mm. and how how did these um, spiritual experiences come to you through the Reiki because I have also experienced the same that Reiki just opens up a whole new world of whatever it is. <laughs> it's also hard to hard to um, to say what it is actually, but it's like a connection how how did that happen for you and and what happened after? And I think it was, uh, I remember I had a very
1: powerful experience on the third course, Reiki three, where I saw, it was almost like I was transported up to a very heavenly uh, place where I saw that I will be helpful, helpful for other souls and that my work with myself will also bring other souls peace and I feel like spiritual guidance is very my experience is is very loving it's very caring it's not detail orientated (laughs) which is hard uh, which makes it hard for us that live in this material world because we maybe many often can feel it we can see it but then it's the question: How? <laughs> how should I do it? How will I get there? And it's not like they will tell you how, because that's up to us to do the work. But they will show you that they're there. They will support you. And also, I feel like when we go in and build that relationship, because it is a relationship, we can also um, ask for both guidance, but also for Clarification, or make it more easy for me when I'm doing this or doing that, and in Reiki, we also have the 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 symbol for distance Reiki and distance healing, which means that we can help our future self and challenges that are coming. So I feel like the hardest part in listening to spiritual guidance is to to just trust that it is what I see, it will be what I see, and whatever step I'm taking, as long as I'm following my heart and my my intuition, it, it will be okay. Because when we go up to our heads and start analyzing and starting to try to make those three, five, ten years plans, I feel like we kind of get disaligned from the feeling of it so a lot in my one-on-one sessions and courses I do talk a lot to trust that feeling and use that feeling and connection to yourself and the spirits as a compass because that's what it is it's a compass and it's going to show you which direction it's not going to show you the whole way but if you just choose the direction, okay, a little bit left, a little bit right, a little bit forward, maybe back. I feel like with trust in that, you you can come a long way.
0: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, and I was uh, thinking a little bit about um, how Reiki. If you just want to explain a little bit what what Reiki actually is and also how it ties into because hearing you speak about this, I naturally think about our hypnosis session, which is what we're also going to talk about today um, and about trusting what what comes to you and um, yeah, just kind of following the guidance. So. Um, just if you wanted to tell us a little bit about what Reiki is, uh, how it works, and how it ties into the rest of the things that you do as well. Uh, yes, that's
1: a big question. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'll try to take it piece by piece. Uh, Reiki is an energy. Um, to understand Reiki, we have to go beyond the mental, uh, mental part of us because. It's even hard to put words on what Reiki is. Um, The most common question in the Reiki courses I have is, how do you explain Reiki to somebody that doesn't know anything? (laughs) And my explanation is um, you have to experience it because it is a feeling. And the closest I can get to words and what I think every, every person can relate to is love how would you explain love how do you how would you explain being in love or love your family or children or friends the same thing is reiki it's nothing we can touch smell or 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 grab with our hands but we can definitely feel it so it's something you have to experience to understand what it is because Even with hypnosis, it's easier because there we work with our consciousness and unconsciousness. Uh, We work with our conscious mind and our unconscious mind and every memory, every, uh, everything, every situation, relationship, conversation we've been in, we work with in hypnosis. But in Reiki, it's something totally different. It's... um, It's spiritual, it's on an energy level. And how I work is, I work with all parts of us, Uh, maybe more some than the other, but I feel like we're both, we have different bodies. We have an, an energy body, we have an emotional body, we have a spiritual connection or body or what you want to call it, and mental one and uh, a physical body of course and I feel like in our society we're so focused on a physical body and that's actually the one I work the the least with. Um, I work more with the other part and Reiki is even more spiritual and uh, focused on the energy body because that's what it is. It's healing, It's, it's the energy flows in you but not just in your physical body, in your in your whole system. It's a holistic way of seeing. And working with Reiki is amazing because I, as a human being and person, I don't need to know much about my client because I have full trust that Reiki knows you better than I do and knows what my client needs uh, even more than I would, even if I knew everything about the person. So Reiki is on a a very much higher level than anything else I work with, which is um, amazing and fantastic. And at the same time, we are human beings. We have a physical body. We do exist in this material world. um, And we do analyze. We do think. We have all of that with us and that's where hypnosis comes in and is very amazing and can also balance the energetic part of us because we can feel a lot of things in Reiki and then hypnosis can also sometimes explain it in a different kind of way. I've had amazing results with both just Uh, regular sessions with Reiki or just regular sessions with hypnosis so I know both work they just work in a little different way. Hypnosis with regression you can go back to past life like we did which is super interesting and can give you so much insights and perspectives and also we're going to come into that but also sometimes you can get explanations about physical parts of you like why do I always have headaches or why why do I always have that feeling in my left arm or why do my back hurt and sometimes you can get explanations from past lives also or you do regression in this life where you go back and look at your childhood and kind of try to unload energy from traumatic experiences big and small that have somehow had an impact on you and we often we often unload the negative impact if something has had an impact on you that is kind of stopping you from living your best life today because if it's something that has had positive impact we don't necessarily want to unload that energy Mm -hmm. or Uh, we want to keep that but if it's something that you feel like this is stopping me this is blocking me I can't move past this then we go back so I feel like I feel like because I'm also a coach and a coach often works from A to B you're here you're going forward with hypnosis you can go back and also heal whatever's stopping you from being able to move forward and Reiki is kind of just like cotton helping you to do all those things and it's helping you to sometimes see into the future it's helping you to know everything is going to be okay and it's helping you to heal the past and it's it's kind of just kind of an atmosphere surrounding a love and comfort that you can do this no matter how big the trauma is no matter how big obstacles you feel like you have like reiki can be there and kind of just be that karan or that that comfort that, uh, during your healing process
0: hmm. yeah that's so fascinating and the, the way i look at it is that everything is everything is energy and it's just we're just tuning into different frequencies um when we're working with the reiki or the hypnosis and we're Uh, visiting the future or the past it's just about tuning into different frequencies that we all have access to in some way it's just about like fine-tuning your sensitivity in a way and and you can do that through hypnosis like by accessing your subconscious which is also just a a frequency of energy right yeah exactly exactly
1: like that and the different ways and the different concept gives you different tools to do it but I feel like you can have the same result with both or even other like breath work or yoga it's I feel like there's so many uh, traditions right now that coming forward and give us tools that we haven't had and basically all is energy and I feel that's a very fascinating topic to explore as well uh, with universe and um, what we're made of and how we communicate and um, more and more like I feel in my Reiki courses people feel like words are not enough because it's something else we want to communicate I feel like more and more it's about energies about feelings and somehow we're I think moving into something different because more and more people become more aware become more sensitive and it feels like we don't even have words for everything yet because it's on a different level like you say on a different frequency Um, and it's very hard to to explain really.
0: Mm. So how would you explain hypnosis and and how it works, and um, what happens in a session. Uh, hypnosis. The,
1: the The main thing with hypnosis is that we have to understand that we only aware of five percent of our being, uh, of our past, of what we, where we've been, what we've seen, what we've heard everything we only have cap- uh, capacity to be aware of 5% of everything and 95% is stored in the unconscious and those 95% is something that happens automatically in you that you're not aware of so if you do this classical new year's resolution and i'm going to start working out i'm going to eat differently i'm going to do this i'm going to start this project da da, da. but your subconsciousness will always win because it's so strong and powerful because that resolution is the 5% of you that you are aware of and you try to make a decision with the 5% but the 95% is still working on an automatic uh, basis so that's where it gets interesting that when you are aware of something that is not working for you or that's stopping you or affects you in any way, it can be big and small and you feel like I've tried so many things, but I can't move past that. And it's just like, okay, <laughs> then with hypnosis and going past that filter And access those 95%, we can also adjust and see okay, so if I wanna do this and this is stopping me, maybe I can see what kind of event, what kind of trauma, what kind of uh, what's there that's stopping me from making that change in my life. And that's where it becomes interesting that we can access those 95% of us that we. On a daily basis, we're not aware of it. We're not conscious of what's actually
0: um, leading us forward. Mm, exactly. And so, just to refer to my session, because I got a session from you, uh, it's one week ago now. So, I've had some time to process it and i was I was so surprised of how much information I actually got. Um, I have had this idea that I'm blocking myself from accessing that kind of information. and before I got my Reiki uh, certification, I was more closed, so i I didn't really have that connection, but I felt that i'm I'm blocking myself from receiving information or guidance or even uh, visual images, which I know many people uh, have a lot harder, uh, easier time to do. So I was very um, surprised by how much information I actually was able to get in the session with you. Um, And yeah, so what I discovered was that I was a woman in the 1800s um in russia and i worked as a nurse that was my occupation and we didn't really the only intention was to access a past life that somehow um, affects my present incarnation so i didn't i didn't have any idea um what was going to come to me Um, and i didn't ask any questions or anything before it was just very open so yeah, I was a woman in Russia and what, what's really um, amazed me when we entered this hypnosis through um, some guidance from you was that the minute that we accessed this memory, the first memory that I could um, feel that I was supposed to take a look at, um, my fis- I could sense that um, my physical body got heavy. So like the energies shifted within me, and it felt like I was wearing something really heavy and thick, and I had some pressure on my legs and I could like I could really feel that something was weighing heavy on me. And after a while, I realized that this is a winter coat. <laughs> I'm wearing a thick winter coat, and I could see this hat that like a Russian hat that I was wearing and the boots that I had Um, it was more in a feeling sense but uh but still like I could I could perceive that I was in this other person's body so that was really fascinating and and then we we moved through a few different memories and we discovered that um, a lot of this session was focused around my legs and this was very interesting because i've actually had problems with my legs in this incarnation in my present life Um, my legs often hurt and when i was a kid i had restless legs my mom always used to she had to like sit with me and put her hands on my legs because they were hurting for no obvious reason and uh, the blood flow has always been really bad in my legs like in my calves like under my under my knees and so in this session with you in one memory it felt like I was laying on a field like covered in dirt and people was running around and horses were like running past me and I couldn't feel my legs it was like my my legs were numb and the only feeling I got was that either like they're amputated or like hurt like wounded um but something happened to my legs and I was like in panic and and sorrow and there was so much sadness in my body so I was thinking about that when you said as well that if something is um, bothering you or you have this unexplained issue in your present life, it could actually be something from your past. So how does that work? Like, I, I can once again, I can only say, or my um, understanding is again that it's energy that we kind of bring with us into this life and carry with us, and it's like. Uh, I feel that it's like a trauma that like any trauma from this life as well but it can be stuck in the energy and like manifest in this physical body and that's so fascinating
1: very fascinating and it's fascinating working with it because going into a session like with you I never know what we're going to find or where you're going to end up I have no plan I'm just guiding you to go into that deep state of hypnosis and access this information and like you say i really do believe that it is an energy and that we are energetic beings and you can call it a soul you can call it different different names but i do feel like there's a part of us that goes through different dimension different kind of life and have memories knows what happens to us before we came in, into this existence. And, and there is a memory in that energy. And when we manifest in this body, in this life, it comes with us. And I know some clients go super fast into past life and have a lot of memories, a lot of physical pain rooted in past life other people maybe don't access as easy, but also are able to access. And the information comes to us, like you say, it can come in a feeling. It can, it can come in pictures and visualizations, but it can also, we can many times in this past life regressions. Uh, and I also encourage everyone to, in the guidance, to smell and and see and listen if somebody's saying your name like what what is your name or do you hear somebody else in the room do you feel somebody else in the room because it's absolutely not so that everybody see exactly where they are many people don't see anything it's just black they just know (laughs) or they feel like yeah I have two children here but they don't see them, but they know it. They know it in the core of their being that they have two children. (laughs) So there's a lot of information there and it's not at all, everything is not in pictures, which I think is the biggest misconception and in guidance and information that we think we're gonna see these beautiful movies when we close our eyes, but there's so much more information in us because it is on the energy level and like you said like your body just got heavy you could feel it and you nothing nothing happened nobody was in the room putting another blanket on you nothing but you could feel it in you in your being in your energy that something changed and i feel like those subtle subtle aspects are our information and it's very powerful when we access And it's very fun to hear the part about your legs that that also was stored somehow. And and that's also information about, you know, where you are today (laughs) and maybe the struggles with moving forward also in the feet and legs. Maybe that's why that past life came to you because there's something in your movement forward in your life right now, which is the feet, the feet are carrying us forward. and so it's very it's so fascinating how we can go into these and there's so much information in these memories and uh, guidance it's it's very fascinating, but we have definitely a core in us that remembers definitely.
0: yeah. Yeah, it's it's incredibly fascinating. Um, and how would you? Because now we only did one session, but you normally um, you normally do more sessions. Um, so, what is it that you could heal in a session, or what do people normally come to you to work with, and how how does that work? Uh, in past life regressions, or in general, you mean? Um. Well, let's focus on past life regressions. Yeah. Uh,
1: Past life regression is, I think, mostly done out of curiosity. I feel like that's the main main uh, influence. Because nobody knows really what to expect. Um, It can be done for people that are afraid of dying. Or transitioning because it d- does give a soothing feeling that there is something more than this life and experiencing something like this can also give a comfort that it doesn't end when we close our eyes and and leave this this um, existence so I've had clients both that are curious Uh, clients that have done past life regression before and just want more information I've had clients that don't believe in past lives they were just uh, they were just doing this because I think basically they trusted me and uh, the guidance I was giving them (laughs) and afterwards it basically changed their lives Wow, uh, I remember one, one client specifically was super skeptical, super skeptical. Um, we did uh, a lot of hypnosis and coaching, but even Reiki was very, very hard on this person. And, and um, even though there, there was some curiosity about it and we tried Reiki and it was amazing too, which ended up to this person doing not only Reiki 1 and 2, but also Master, (laughs) which is super fun. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But when we did the past life regression, this person had an experience like everybody else, because every experience is very fascinating. But afterwards was just the thoughts and the insight and the perspective of it that... This, this is not something I could have made up. This is not something I just thought. I could feel it. I could sense it. I knew. And there were feelings involved to the situation and events that this person was connected to. So it, it was no way to deny that this somehow was an experience, was a, a memory. Because there was so much more than just a photo or a picture or or knowing that I was a man or a girl in my past life. There was so much more happening, like you explained it too, like feelings, emotions in the physical body, in the emotional body, and thoughts and perspective and fears. There were also fears that this person experienced in this life that were connected to what happened uh, back then, uh, if I remember right, how the person passed away in that life is a fear in this life. So there was so many connections and so many um, insights that it literally changed this person's life, um, which I feel like it's so fascinating because it's also opening up us to something bigger. That it's not just this physical life right here, right now. We're we're so much more, so much more. Um, and working with these things, I cannot deny it anymore. It's you just can't <laughs> not after seeing so many people having these kinds of experiences.
0: No, that's the thing. Like after a while, you just have to surrender and like. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, just trust because there's really no way to explain it. It's like too many things are happening and I can't explain this in any other way than that. There is something that we don't understand, um, with our human, um, what do you say it, like in this human experience or, um, yeah. So yeah, I, uh, mm, fascinating. Um, I was thinking about something when you were speaking. Um, Yeah, so how how do you work to heal? So let's say that I came to you and I had this session with you. Um, I also, uh, I remember that another, the way I died, because we fast forwarded to the memory right before I died. And uh, this was also very, very interesting because you asked me how do you die and i could feel that my lungs started hurting it felt like i had something in my lungs um and then when you asked that question it was just like tuberculosis that was like it just came like that and um and you asked me the date and the year, and it was the twentieth of August, eighteen seventy-nine, in a city called uh, something starting with K, like Krapouchk or something like that. <laughs> I was like, I don't know anything about Russia. Like, where is this coming from? And <laughs> and I, like, I don't think like tuberculosis. It just like, why would I? Why would I come up with that so fast? It was just like an inner knowing. Um, And then what struck me also afterwards is that two years ago when I was uh, in Singapore, I visited a Chinese um, medicine woman. And she she told me after doing like, she looked at my tongue and like just took my pulse and all kinds of things that they do. And she was like, "You have sickness in lungs. You have sickness in lungs." And I was like, "What? <laughs> what do you oh mean I God. have sickness in lungs?" And it was like she was like, "You cannot heal this through Western medicine. You need mm. um, and then she wanted to sell some herbs that she had, but like she saw something there that I'm not sure that Western medicine would pick up on. And she was so convinced and she looked scared. She was like, you have sickness in lungs, like really like that. Um, and I actually haven't yeah. made strangely enough. I haven't looked it up, um, but I don't feel like I have any problems with my lungs. But in many uh, medical examinations with more holistic, with a more holistic approach, they often talk about my lungs they say that my lungs, um, I need to focus on my lungs. Wow. Yeah. That's very interesting.
1: <laughs> wow. I mean, immediately also think about the lungs and the connection to the heart chakra on an energetical uh, level. Yeah. And the love for yourself and for compassion and no judgment and all of that. Um, if that's also something connected through different times and to this life and the choices you're now standing in front of and kind of should I choose me should I choose what I want or and having that experience in hypnosis telling you that this life have information for you right now I see that there's might be even more information than the physical aspect of it
0: mm interesting like yeah because it resonates with you <laughs> yeah it really does i'm like wow um <laughs> yeah because the the heart chakra is the the one thing that i've worked the most with um in my own healing mm-hmm. and i've i feel that i have so much pain and and sorrow in my heart that yes. um that i've healed a lot of mm, but i know that i still have a lot and a lot of work to do, and also surrounding like, or like um, around self love, and yeah, feeling love for myself, and and in turn also feeling love, or like feeling held. Uh, I feel like um, is a huge part of it, and like trusting that I don't have to do everything on my own. Like I can trust that I am held, both by the people around me, but also by the universe.
1: Exactly.
0: But yeah, so it's been like the heart chakra is very present in this incarnation.
1: <laughs> That's very so interesting.
0: Yeah. So how uh-huh. would you how would you continue working with that? Is that like would this be like a follow-up call and then like okay, how do we continue working with this? Exactly.
1: Um I would um I would go into a little bit more coaching mode where I Uh, what I ask you about uh, your insight and perspective of the past life regression session. And because like I said to you, uh, when we were talking about recording this, that we should give it a couple of days in between or even a week because... You will get inside after a couple of days and you're going to go and kind of think about details that maybe during the session were not something you focused on, but after a little while, like kind of start processing it and you kind of remember things just like you said with the, with the woman, like sickness in your lungs and, and things like that will come to you. And what I would do in a following up session, I would, I would open up with asking like, so how are you feeling like how did you feel after our last sessions like what kind of insights perspective what have you been focusing on and and like we just talked about it like I would again talk maybe about the feed the step steps forward for you if there's something there you would want to work with or or another clue another key as I'm I usually talk about is the heart chakra then and and the self-love, and the compassion, and trusting yourself, trusting the universe, and, and working on building that up for you, that connection to yourself, and that strength within you, and trust for yourself that you're fully capable of taking those next steps by trusting yourself, by going into your heart, and knowing that you can do this, and We could do that with with just coaching. We could do it with Reiki. If there's, depending on what resonates with you the most. And I would also have a conversation at what you want to start with, which also resonates with you the most. If it's okay, look at the steps forward. What do I need to do? Or is it more, no, I want to more work on just me right now, the relationship to me and love for myself, compassion. I know I'm judging myself or I'm hard on myself or I put pressure on myself. I have high demands on myself and maybe dig into that and kind of try to become nicer to yourself. And how do you speak to yourself? How do you coach yourself um, and in this process of moving forward in this big life decision and um, change that you are in so I would use the different parts from the past life regression as clues as keys for further conversation
0: and healing that's such a beautiful holistic approach to healing it's like holistic healing in its essence I feel like including everything In the healing, even past lives and yeah, all the subtle energies that you carry with you. Exactly, because I don't believe we're isolated
1: parts. I don't believe we're isolated from uh, ourselves or others or the universe. I feel like we're so much connected to nature, to earth, to the universe, to different dimensions, to other people. And also within ourselves, I don't feel like we can take one physical part and just study that or one emotion and study that or even one thought or or something and just focus on that. I feel like because my belief that everything is connected, I've always worked with trying to find that body-mind connection. And if somebody's very much in their heads and try to analyze or speak to themselves in a certain way, I, I work so hard on getting them into the body, into the feelings, emotions. What, what, what is this about? And if somebody is mostly in their emotions, but can't really connect that to the physical world or moving forward, I try to do that. So I always start with you where you are and your starting point. So it's not like one, how do you say that? One model fits all. I don't believe that at all. And I don't believe that what I did in my life, that Taurus (laughs) that ran through all those walls, (laughs) did all the changes at once. I don't feel like that fits everybody either. So for me, the most important part in one-on-one sessions and the courses I have is where are you? Find your voice, your truth, your connection to yourself, because that's where you have to start and that's where you have to find the clues. So how I work is more try to awaken your voice, your connection, um, help you follow your intuition. Uh, I also don't believe that there is just one right and wrong. I feel like everybody, some some things feels right for one person, but maybe don't feel right for another person. And you kind of have to find your compass, your spectrum of what's right and wrong for me. What does make me feel good? What does not make me feel good? And where do I want to be on that scale? Um, So it's a very much a dialogue on where are you now where do you want to go what do we start with and then as we start digging I notice every single time it is all connected so we can start in one end but it's going to lead us to the same place (laughs) so I feel like there is a higher intelligence in the room sometimes it's (laughs) like okay you're going to end up there anyway you can start whatever you want you know? <laughs> a bit like that
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it's very interesting
0: so speaking of higher intelligence and everything is connected here's a question that i i've been dying to ask you <laughs> so a couple of years ago i read a book um by dolores cannon do you know of her no? No, um, no, she's uh, she's a hypnotherapist, um, and I think she's a PhD in something. <laughs> I don't remember. But uh, this book is called "Keepers of the Garden," and so it is basically um, it's uh, based on her conversations with one of her clients, and so so she always had this question if if I can access past lives and everything is connected, then wouldn't it be possible for me to come in contact with someone who has lived a life on a different planet, who has been an alien. (laughs) And, um, yeah, so, so this book is basically uh, based on her meeting with a man who shares, um, very detailed stories from past lives on uh, other planets and I I was like oh my god this is like so fascinating (laughs) because I love everything (laughs) that has to do with life on other planets and other species (laughs) so how how do you what's your approach to that what do you think of that
1: Uh, I'm very free uh, in my mindset and sometimes I don't talk as much about it because uh it is uh, I, what what i personally believe in um uh, is or i'm i'm getting into believing that everything exists <laughs> yeah i feel like if it wouldn't exist we wouldn't think about it we wouldn't yeah. be able to even have a thought about it So I'm in a process where I kind of try to understand what I'm actually (laughs) thinking here, but a little bit like um, we have the distance symbol in Reiki where you can access everything beyond time and space, Uh, past lives, future, uh, doesn't matter where geographically it is, you can send healing to everything. You can send healing to the moon, you can send healing to angels or past gurus and so on, which also makes me believe that if it's beyond time and space, then it feels like everything exists at the same time. And when I say everything, I mean everything, (laughs) because who says, we don't know anything here, really? We only... I feel like we are limited in our um in what we know, and I feel like there are people connecting to this species or these species, and so on, and so on. And who says what's right and wrong, really? If everything is energy, and I feel like, of course, there can be other planets, other life, other dimensions, I feel like it's a almost a little bit naive of us to think that there's only life on earth in this physical form in this universe I feel like sometimes I'm thinking like okay where the spirits that I'm connecting with where are they you know like how is that do they have a physical place or is Mm -hmm. that just energy everywhere and um uh so I'm very I'm very open to conversations about it because I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. I feel like there are people, like you say, going into past life regressions and they are on a different planet and a different kind of body. Uh, I feel it's fascinating. I'm very open to both read and listen and have conversations about it. And some, some part of me do believe that everything we can't think about exists um and that is both scary and fascinating at the same time somehow (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, and what i also connect that with is a little bit of the law of attraction that if everything exists what do you want to focus on
0: Mm.
1: what do you want to have your thoughts and focus and energy on and attract back Exactly. So I'm a little bit leaning into that, that, of course, everything exists, but then you decide what you want to, like you were talking about frequencies, what do you want to tune in, tune in on?
0: Mm.
1: So it sounds like an interesting book I would love to
0: read that <laughs> yes Dolores Cannon Keepers of the Garden <laughs> very yeah. fascinating. I have to say I actually wow. only read like two-thirds of it because I, I think I lost focus and it was it went very much into detail so I have to say that but yeah it was uh, it opened up um, a whole new way of thinking and um, like so many new possibilities because I'm just like you like i don't know so i won't rule out anything that i can't say for sure isn't true um i I rather have the the mindset that everything is possible than limiting myself without knowing that it's actually true um so or not true so yeah fascinating
1: (laughs) very fascinating very fascinating
0: we could talk about it the whole day <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> my favorite conversations <laughs> right <laughs> exactly. um, so do you have any do you have any books or um like any any advice on this topic or like um a book that's been transformative in your life that you would like to recommend
1: uh, I. I read so many different kind of books. And I, um, when I was thinking about that, I usually don't have a favorite, which no. I know many people do have, like a favorite movie, a favorite book, a favorite dish, a favorite <laughs> this and that. I'm very much all over the place. I don't know if it's The Taurus again or something else. But I know books that have influenced me a lot and inspired me are By authors that write about their own journeys and finding themselves. And one of the first books and transformational work was, uh, I think, a book everybody knows what it is by Elizabeth Gilbert Eat, Love, and Pray. Uh, I remember I was reading that book on a train and I was laughing and crying, and just like it was just speaking to me uh, how she wrote that about her journey. And then also there's a book by Brandon Bayes called, I think it's called The Journey in English. And it's actually a woman that heals a tumor with alternative um, medicine. Uh, And the first time I read it, I didn't realize it until the second time I read it that what she does is a lot of hypnosis, mm. which I thought was super fun the second time I read it. Uh, so how she stood in her own power, how she followed her heart and her truth. And OK, I'm not going to choose operation as the first choice. It's there. I might do it. I'm not sure. But I am going to try the other things first. And I feel like that was very inspiring too. I've never been in that situation, but just standing in your own truth. And even though the pressure from doctors and uh, and the stress of have to do it now, 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 even through all of that, she continued going to her friends and testing different alternative medicines. And... Kind of stood beyond her own fears, which I struggle with because uh, I feel like fear can take over me often, and that's something I struggle with. And she didn't; she just stood there in her own power and did did what she believed in. And those kind of books really inspire me a lot, a lot. And then I'm I'm curious about everything to do with energy healing and, and all of that. So of course, Joe Dispenza is a very, very interesting person to read and listen to. And there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of books that I, I, I always read five books at a time. <laughs> like almost a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's so
0: many interesting topics. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that's, um, that book you recommended it's like it's a good wrap-up to to our conversation to to follow that inner voice like we've been talking about and yeah trusting yourself and in the universe and and listening to yourself first and foremost Mm.
1: exactly yeah always start there and then you can talk to other people and and get input but I feel like everything starts with you And sometimes we forget to connect with ourselves and we forget to listen to ourselves first and primary. I feel like that's also what a spiritual practice is about. Many meditation teachers and gurus and all of them are talking about a daily spiritual practice, which can be meditation. It can be something else too. But just to have that space on a regular basis where you connect to yourself. And see how am I feeling in in my emotions. What am I thinking about? How is my body? And just connect, connect, connect to yourself on a daily basis. I feel like that's yeah, very much important.
0: Mm, beautiful. And so right now, I know that you are very pregnant. <laughs> Speaking of something totally different, (laughs) but I wanted to to get into um, how we can reach you. I'm not sure how you will be working, (laughs) Uh, hence hence the pregnant uh, comment. Uh, How will you be working onwards and where can people find you if they want to get in contact with you?
1: Yes, there's always my website, solutions.se, where you can read up about upcoming courses and meetups, retreats and one-on-one sessions. I will take some time off (laughs) uh, I think at least a couple of months, six months or so and then kind of see okay how is the family, how am I, how's the baby, how can we do all the family puzzle (laughs) so it works but emailing me always works. I will I'm sure I'm going to check my emails, maybe not on a daily basis, but I love what I do and I love talking and meeting people. So Mm. any, any questions and so on, I will be happy to answer to by email and I can't uh, promise any dates when I will be back and start with one-on-one sessions, but that will come. So Yeah. yeah, I think that's the primary,
0: primary yeah yeah (laughs) and I will add your links in the show notes as well so that people can find you perfect looking forward to that yes all right thank you so much Ella this was interesting and fun thank you I've had a lot of fun as well many new insights and um, good luck with the baby and with the family and with the business and everything and we will definitely stay in contact Yes, we will definitely. Yeah. Okay. Have a wonderful day.
1: Thank you, Ella. Thank you. Bye. Bye.